0: Hello and welcome to the ultimate episode of The Two Tones with Tony DeBolfo.
1: Greetings, Tony.
0: Uh, Myself, Tony Moakley. It is episode 24. There's only one name as far as I'm concerned that wore that number uh, to greatness and that would be the one M. Allen.
1: Agate Allen. What a player he oh, was. Geez. The record holder in the number 24, Guernsey, it has to be said, Tone. Um, uh, 140 games for the club before he went uh, to the other place who shall remain nameless. Um, but a great player for the club, best and fairest winner too, if memory serves. Yep. I'm just um, reflecting on the, uh, the origins of the number 24, and um, there's some... Rather interesting names that sort of jump off the page going back to the, the, you know, the early days yeah. of Carlton history. Uh, I look to 1920, Dick Whitman. Played 12 games for the club in that particular period. Joe Prince before him, a little bit of royalty there, never went astray. um, But we also had champagne Charlie Hammond. uh, He played 15 games in the Gergie. The only Carlton footballer in history to represent his club in five premierships. Bruce Dool played in four, but Charlie Hammond... Uh, played in five for the club. How many of those were successful, Tone? Question without notice. That, they've played all, five all, were, five. all five oh, were okay, victories. Right. Wow. He, six, seven and eight, and then 14 and 15. And win, uh, win, 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 win. That's and, quite a record. That's, a, that, a Charlie, that is uh,
0: Floyd Mayweather-esque. It
1: is. Uh, no wonder they called him Champagne, Charlie. I, I think I would have been on the Murray uh, <laughs> <laughs> if I played in five, Tone. Uh, so there you go. It's uh, had an interesting... Um, uh, an interesting uh, storyline, the number 24. Billy Barrett yeah. also played 12 in it. Um, and uh, we go back to Harry Casper, the man that uh, put Coleman out of the, out of the grand final uh, when Coleman retaliated yeah. uh, to a, uh, a Harry Casper cuff, I think it was. Um, uh, he played 56 uh, games in the Guernsey. So it's had, it's had a colourful career, the number 24, shall we say.
0: Well, it, uh, it marks the final episode of the Two Tones for 2017. Um, we are going to cover off a few things. We're going to uh, briefly touch on um, Carlton versus Buddy Franklin. Very briefly. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, what a difference uh, one out makes. I mean, we, I think we previewed this uh, last week just a score. And well done to Sydney. 21-12, um, 138 to Carlton, 8-9, 57 Um, As we pointed out I think Well it would have been Last week One Alex Silvani Who kept The devastating Buddy To 1-1 Last time we played Either Buddy was having Bad day Or was just well checked By Alex Silvani Or a combination
1: of the two Well I think it was I I think it was Probably a combination Of the two But all fairness To Jack Silvani Sorry to Alex Silvani I think he had stood Buddy With some success Okay In his days at Fremantle So um, he would had a pretty good Strike rate on The big Badoir Yeah And um well, I think what was frustrating watching the game uh, out of Sydney at the weekend, and one of the many causes of course, frustration was that you know some of these mitigating factors weren't mentioned yeah. by the commentary um, uh, by the commentators. This is surprised. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, you know we had pro- probably five or six of our starting out eighteen out mm. injured for you know varying degrees. And look, don't get me wrong; every team gets injuries, particularly at the pointy end of the season, as they say. However. Um, no doubt Alex Silvani would have got first dibs at mm. at Franklin. But, you know, reflecting on that game, the way the Swans were playing, the way Franklin was playing, gee whiz, there'd be not too much any player could do to stop stop him in rear form. That he was he yeah. was phenomenal, wasn't he? Oh, he um, a phenomenal player as we know. And if you're a Swan supporter,
0: you're especially uh heartened by that kind of uh form going into the finals. Yes. They do take on Essendon in Sydney. Yes. And um, um I don't think uh Uh, Annie Carlton supporter, would be too upset if Sydney put Essendon out of the finals.
1: Well, it's a fair point. And um, look, I look at Sydney in the SCG. I I now put it on a par with um, uh, Geelong and Simmons. uh, Oh, really? I I think both teams have a massive home advantage in those small grounds, you know, that uh, really suit them.
0: Uh, So, look... The best for Carlton uh, Murphy had a great game, thirty-two touches. Uh, Simo ended up uh, with twenty-nine, and uh, we know what what is his status as far as uh, playing on for next year. Has he signed? Well, I
1: don't know what his contractual status is yet, Tone. But I, I think it's fair to assume that um, he wants to go on, uh, and I think he has indicated that he would like to play on. So I suppose the, the you know the, the nuts and bolts will be. Uh, sorted within the next week or, or so, as the reviews I get, I guess you know, are on in earnest. So mm. um, uh, he'll be closing in on 300, won't he? Uh, see if he plays next year. Um, uh, look, I, I, I think you know, um, I think there's, there'll be a, a solution reached. I certainly hope so. I reckon he's got another one left in him. And what a great servant for the current Football Club, Cade Simpson has been. Um, I, I just. Uh, you know, reflecting on the game tone, you know there wasn't too much, too much of an upside in some respects. But what a relief that um, Kieran Byrne has escaped unscathed. Uh. The news came out that it. That you wasn't know, good. It, it he did not he, look good yeah. did I, when Gary Rowan took him out, yep. and um, I thought, oh, don't tell me he's done a knee. So I think it's been a pretty good outcome. That was the ankle that was hurt, and um, he's going to make a full recovery there. So he was walking after it, which is always a good sign. Yes, yes. But that initial moment it yeah. looked terrible on yeah, the yeah. on the replay. You know, he thought, oh no. In the last game of all games, too. <coughs> maybe maybe this is it. But um, well, yeah. I guess
0: given how well not innocuous, but given the Cripps injury, which was just you know in general. Play, But, uh, yeah. you know, attempting to smother a kick he- And then out of that you get a broken leg How
1: easy can happen yeah. and It never seems to amaze me, Tony What can happen to a player on a football field yeah. You know, you, just when you think you've heard it all There's another bizarre injury That you know, no, comes from absolutely nothing, yeah. as you've said And can sideline a player for, you know, weeks if not months So I think, you know, <laughs> the, the, thankfully Thankfully, um, it could have been... Uh, um, well, it was a lot better than it could have been, mm. that, that outcome for Kieran, because he's worked, worked so hard to get back over that initial knee injury that it would have been absolute tragedy had he uh, broken down again.
0: Well, look, um, thankfully there was nothing more serious than that that came out of the game. I should have mentioned earlier we are going to announce the Two Tones Player of the Year yes, at the yes, end of this episode. Yes. But tone, um, Uh, Win, lose or draw, it's often a difficult task to decide who gets the 3-2-1 votes for the Two-Tones player of the year. Who did you like in the Sydney Carlton game?
1: Well, in the Sydney Carlton game, I would like to, uh, and I've tried to encourage our youth as best I can this year, Tone. I've been most encouraged with the the improvement of our our first and second year players, uh, or the emergence of our first year players, anyway. Um, but I, I'd like to acknowledge with one vote um, a player that I think has is, has um, is really uh, worked his way through a you know a, a mini uh, bad patch, uh, which is I suppose the slings and arrows of fortune uh, as a, a league footballer. Um, Jakob Wietring. Yes. I, I think his last month has been tr- tremendous. The way he's worked his way through that. Sort of mini form slump Yeah uh, You know what, what caused it I don't know Maybe it was a confidence thing or Who knows But I, I really think He's come back hard And all power to him um, uh, Wearing's a player I think Looking at him He's a Very composed Poised Sort of Footballer And With his um, With the ball in his hands You're always pretty confident He'll do mm. something Good with it And I, I think he I think he'll become, you know, uh, one of the real mainstays of, mm. of uh, an already tight carbon defence. So I gave him one vote. Um, I gave two votes to um, the big bloke, Matty Cruz. I've been an unashamed Cruiser fan all year. <laughs> uh, <laughs> love the yeah. guy. And uh, he was so stiff not to make that All-Australian oh, team. what um, was going I'm, on there? don't know what was happening there, Tony. you will have to uh, query the selectors. <laughs> and uh, three votes to the captain, Mark Murphy, I thought, you know, pretty good end into the season um you know he and Gibbs have been under enormous um, pressure yeah with the absence of the you know the big three the big the three cs Cripps, Kuno, yep. Cunningham uh, and I think you know for Mark to lead by example under under some really um you know difficult circumstances all power to him he's finished off the year well and um I think he led the way this year for Carlton good luck to him
0: well those uh those votes will go towards the ultimate total. Yes. Which will be announced at the end of the show. I think it's going to knock a lot of people on their backsides when we announce who that winner is. <laughs> yes. Oh, wh- yes. What a man. What a player. That's all I'm <laughs> going to say. Um, well, now, I, um, let's have a look back on uh, season 2017. Let's reflect, 2017. Let's um, reflect. Now, t- I'm, I don't want to use the term a curate egg because, um, because I don't think it was – I think a, a lot of Carlton supporters, and I'm, um, I'm especially gratified too by uh, going to games or just, uh, you know, when I go out and people who come up and say they listen to the podcast, say yes. so hello, Jonathan, my bite in Collingwood. <laughs> um, uh, <coughs> I get the same...
1: Response myself, uh, which is, is dead.
0: Uh, <laughs> but it's a it's a chance to kind of pull we'll poll the electorate if you like. Yes, and yeah. there is there is a lot of optimism amongst Carlton supporters. So you can look at our ladder position in 2017. But um, I think in exchange for that, you if you said we're going to end there on the ladder, but we'll get five rising stars, and there is going to be signs of real growth and optimism at the club. Um, uh, uh, nobody would be unhappy with that. A very, with that situation,
1: a very good point you make, Tony. And in fact, I think the view that you you shared there uh, is reflective of the of the rank and file mm. is also one shared by the um you know the non-aligned experts, the yes. football players, who who look at Carlton's season in totality and say, okay. In terms of wins losses, maybe it's not there, but maybe this was a season you don't measure in terms of win loss. It's mm. it's as you say, you look at it in terms of the growth, you know, the overall growth, how players have come on. Not only, you know, the, the new phases at Carlton, but you have to say, if you look at the other end, in the years that you know Cruiser, Gibbs and Murphy have all had, well, you know, they've they've really performed well for the club also. So I think you know, and then and It's thrown into the mix, you know, the form of Liam Jones. You've probably got improvement across the board Mm. in terms of, you know, the collective input, how how the players to a man have really improved in their contributions to the football club. But, you know, when you look back, Tone, at at the success stories of 2017 for Carlton, you'd have to say, well, the five rising stars, you know, the nominees there. And also, I think Liam Jones. I mean, that's probably been the, the success story of... The year in league football Matty Kruse are Getting
0: through a season Without serious injury And and didn't it show yeah. The way he played You know yep. Just to
1: be You know That that I think Was his best year for Carl yep. In his time At at the club, and um, you know, we, it's often said at the tone of big men that they take a little longer to develop. So mm. you would like to think that the best seasons for Matt Cruiser are, are still ahead. And
0: now, um, you, you did mention something, and because we, we we may be talking about Matt Cruiser a little bit later on, who no, knows? No spoiler alert there, but um, we won't be talking about Petty Rider. Give me the drum. <laughs> right. Um one thing that was, uh, I don't know, edifying um, was the number of times opposition coaches said that Carlton were a hard team to play against. Now yes. that was not being said well, last year or the year before, or that you no, know,
1: that's a good point, Tony. And and in fact, when you reflect on the games, I mean, I think I think back to the games that's probably sticking my mind. Well, they're probably the most recent. They're, you know, the Hawthorne mm. game uh, was an absolute highlight. You know, um, to break that, you know, the twelve year you know, do as it was to overcome Hawthorne that way was was, was fantastic to be a part of that experience, mm. particularly in the rooms afterwards to share mm. that mate, with the 87 yeah. boys. who It's been well documented. But I think back also to, you know, the round six game against Sydney the, yeah. on the MCG. Yep. I mean, here's a team that we've knocked over that are, that are making a serious tilt on the premiership. Mm. Um, I, I just look back to games like that and also that the games that we were in for yes. a long time, Stages, And I thought, well, it's a fine line, isn't it? We're not mm. that far away, you know. And, uh, well, yes, mate, the game was an example of that. Well, there was, there was, Melbourne, uh, you know, there's uh, so yes, many that, yeah, I, that yeah. you reflect back on, you think, gee whiz, we were right in this. yeah. And, you know, you, you know it's often said, you, you know, you learn most from a loss. You think of those experiences that, it, that the team has been through to prevail against Hawthorne the way they did, you mm. know, when it, it, it could have gone either way. I think that was a quantum leap for the Carlton collective, and you just like to think that you know it's uh, with time and, and more experience, these players are going to be better equipped mm-hmm. to win those really tight, hard-fought contests, and it can only augur well for for the players as a whole. And um, yeah, roll on two thousand eighteen, I say. Well, there's an interesting uh, stat here: Carlton six victories this
0: year were one fewer than last year. Uh, And it failed to kick 100 points under Coach Brendan Bolton since around 11, 2016. Yes, Yes, we know that. But that just, to me, says that the back six has uh, melded and does a great job. Very true. Um, Bolton's men lost six matches by 19 points or fewer, but won five by the same margin. Well, Um,
1: yes. So that just means... (coughs) Well, that means uh, we've been in 11 games, at at least, you know. uh, And, um, you know, that's 11 wins potentially, you know. um, Okay, we didn't get... We didn't get over the line in six of them. Um, however, um, like I said, I mean, I think I th- the players will glean so much mm. from you know the methodology, how how they played in those games, you know, how they performed, um, uh, what they learned from them, what they can take into into next year. I, I just think it's um, it's all part of the learning curve, and, and I think tone getting back to what you've said about the you know the the view of the rank and file, I think they as one a um, uh, uh, bullish about our prospects uh. because they can see the way forward. They, that what they've actually been able to see and it's been really well articulated, I think, by the powers above is that there's a, there's a, a distinct uh, pathway. Uh. You know, there's a, there's a people can see the way forward and they understand the journey and they appreciate the journey and, and I can't speak for um, anyone else but thinking about the year... I think part of the excitement has been the excitement of the journey itself. Mm. We all want to get to the destination, but gee whiz, it's been fun. The ride's been fun. You know, just to see how our players are coming on and and potentially what the future holds for them. I think it's just really, really uh, inspiring to to watch on and see these fellows develop. And um, and I think what's also happened is the players and Brendan Bolton, they've instilled back in the club this sense of pride that, May have been, uh, you know, may have been lost for a, a fair bit of time along the way mm-hmm. after we were so savagely hit by the AFL, um, yeah, uh, all those years ago. So I just think, I just think, that, you know, the fact that there's a direction, you know, then and people can appreciate that. And look, this is part of a grand plan. Mm. Uh, they understand that, you know, um, the serious calls had to be made on players, that you know. The the list There's been a lot of churn, as they say. yeah there's been a lot of churn, and you know, stripped back, start again, and that's fine. That's fine. You know, um, no one, no one has ever been upset to see a kid called up to play. Mm. You know, and to see that youthful exuberance on show, because people can see in a young player the the future of the of of the football club and where it's heading. So, um, I, I I don't think you can help but be upbeat and buoyant about what the future holds, because um, you know, clearly there there has been improvement, and the improvement will continue, and hopefully it will be swift. Well,
0: look, I think we've been uh, thanks to the the clubs, uh, you know, excellent process in in securing Brendan Bolton. I mean, there is a man who just inspires confidence. You look yes. at every press conference he gives; you just think there is a man who who has a plan, who seems very firm in his ideas about where we're going, and um, and and. We shall follow. Yeah, now, no. you, you talk about young talent this year. I've got a, one of the highlights of 2017. If this is not immortalised in an Archibald painting. one-year tone, <laughs> I will be. I'll. Um, it, it'll be a greater injustice than uh, Cruz not getting into the All Australian. Um, Alex Silvani's uh, reaction uh, in the pouring rain uh, in Jax. the win against uh, Jack. Jax. Sorry, Jacks, Jacks, Jacks. Uh, against Essendon, I, I know mean, the, the photograph. Uh, yeah. it
1: was the indelible image. It yeah. is seared into the back of my my brain, Tony, and I share it with you. It is that, that was just a, a, such a fabulous photograph. You know, it all like yeah. You know, you, you know, where, well, they say picture tells a thousand words. Mm. That one tells a million. You know, it yeah. doesn't need a caption. You look at it, and you say, "Wow, how good's this?" You know, and and what I gleaned from seeing Jack Sylvan's reaction. Winning the great count and jump yes. on the front Was what it actually means to him You know, I love seeing players play You know, as if uh, their lives depended on yeah. You know, uh, protecting the Guernsey And, you know, Sam Doherty's another one like that You know, uh, um, just bumped into a couple of people in the cafe One lady made the comment In some respects, Doherty reminds her so much of Peter Dean Oh ah, yes Just the way he plays yeah. with that, you know, sheer desperation yeah. and, and, you know, uh, Get out of my way. You know, I'm making the ball my focus. And um, I just love seeing players play like that. And You look at that photograph of Jack. Yeah. And it embodies everything that is great. About representing the Carlton Football Club, and uh, yeah, it's a great call you make, Tony. That 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 image, that yeah, image in the in the yeah. riot it sees everything, doesn't it? It well, does. It does stick in your mind. It, well, it does because it summed up so
0: much about 2017. It's about the the emergence of new talent, um, continuity. You know, generational continuity. You look at the Silvanis, that um, that he that playing for the club means everything to him. That that cl- that the club inspires that kind of loyalty. Yes, um, and. And you know, and a victory over an old foe um, in wretched
1: conditions—that's
0: I mean, all. You know, that's fairy tale stuff. That's
1: right. That's right. And we've got to get them twice next year too. By the way, Collingwood. Oh, look, you know, we've they only yeah. rostered us for one game this year, and yeah. I wasn't happy. Tony, in fact, I was offended by yeah. it. And we want two games against yeah. Collingwood next all right, year. Let's do it. Can you chuck that down for me, please?
0: Now, who? Look, we talked about young players, tone, um and we'll, we're going to get to onto speculation about the draft in a moment, and then we will uh, announce. Um, to the great surprise of very few people who the Two-Tones Player of the Year is. Um, I just want to touch on a, a few people who have emerged this year because to me, and, and this is not to take anything away from established players who have had great seasons, but um, the the next generation coming through. We've seen, as we mentioned, the, the five rising stars, but players like Pickett, Samo, to me has been... A revelation, isn't it? Well, what this is a first
1: year, and mm. he's out there. He's, Slot, he it straight into the middle, yeah, yeah, yeah. and missed a pre season too. Yeah. We, we remember, but it's play, plays with so much poise. Like, yeah. yeah, it's a great court. It looks like he's been there forever and a day, yeah, you know, just doesn't seem to have been flustered or intimidated. None of these young blokes are, mm. you know, they 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 back themselves, you know, and their abilities. And, um, you know, it may be boys to men, but you never guess the way that. They play and um yeah, what what you said about uh Petrevsky Seaton's spot on. He, he's um looks like he's fitted hand in glove in the uh in the midfield and um you know, what a what a career beckons for for Samo Petrevsky Seton. It's you know, just another one of the great s- stories of two thousand seventeen for Garden.
0: Now who else do you like, Tone? Who else would you nominate, well, let's say, as you know, who gives you I guess the most hope going forward for twenty eighteen. Well, who you're hoping? Who you're
1: waiting to see? To, I guess blossom. Well, well, I think Charlie Kernow's one. Yeah. Where you look at him and say, "Crikey, there's a play of you know uh, of the future, you know, And, and that, look, there's been some massive calls made already. You know, um, I think Dermot's the one that's referred to him as the next Carey. Um, so you know, that's a massive call, and uh, you wouldn't want to put pressure on the kid. But like I said, the the, the these fellows backed themselves in their in their own abilities, and and Charlie, um, I thought, as you know, with every game that uh, was played, that he just seemed to be com- becoming more of a presence in games yeah. and making more of an impact on games. He was certainly starting to hold his marks. I think we saw in the Hawthorne game yes. a moment where Brendan Bolton threw him onto the ball. Mm. Um, what what Charlie Currie was potentially capable of is anything, and uh, that's. That's exciting itself. Towards the end, we saw um, Jared Pickett really start to yeah. make an impression also, you know, and uh, he's got great tricks, you know, and um, um, I think that's, I think the games I saw Jared Pickett plays. one of those players actually lit up the place, you yeah. know, um, just exciting footballer to watch, got Kenny ability and um, another player that, you know, you would think, He's got a great future ahead of him, but I mean, where? To, I mean, there is plenty of others. You well, know. Harry
0: Mackay. That's well, a, Harry. That, I want to see that journey continue next year. Well, and we saw a glimpse of him. Bizarre, yeah. they, and they weren't yeah. They That's, were, you know, again um, by the recruiting part uh, department, multiple bottles of champagne because they they are on it. Well, they are
1: on it, and you know, you've got to give like credit to the uh, the uh, the uh, judges of um, horse horse flesh here at Carlton that they've, they've the last two years have certainly got their. Um, their calls right mm. uh, on draft day, and, um, and uh, uh, yeah, just um, it, it's exciting to th- to think what might be for for the likes of Mackay, Kerno, Patresky, Seaton. Mm. Uh, you know, Jared Pickett, as we mentioned, um, Cunningham's another one. You know, we we want to uh, see a bit more of. Um, the sky's the limit for these blokes.
0: Um, you mentioned the Kernos, Well, one of the Kernos The goal they combined for the two brothers yes. before uh, we lost uh, Ed. Yes. Um, and that uh, God, how much? How much did that hurt uh, throughout the course of the year? The uh, the injury to Ed Kerner. Well,
1: well, it was the collective toll with Cripps missing too. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, and uh, I, I just think, you know, Carlton to their credit, like in in picking up. Uh, the likes of Harry the M- M- previous draft, probably realised that they had to get uh, the big blokes at that time. Yeah, perhaps mindful of of the sort of play that would be available this year. So it'd be interesting to see how they go. But I think what we saw, particularly with with you know Ed Kurnow as you say, Crips and Cunningham towards the end of the year missing, uh, was that the rota- it did impact on the rotations, mm. and uh, it all fell to Gibson Murphy. And you know I, I thought they were pretty. Pretty good yeah, uh, they under work. tremendous stress. Yeah. You know, you 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 know you you can sometimes forget about you know the toll that um, the game takes on you when when it all falls That's on right. you. You know, and um, I, I don't think um, I don't think Murphy and Gibbs perhaps um, earned the plaudits they deserve for for um, picking up the slack in the absence of those players that we've mentioned.
0: Well, you, uh, especially when you think of the, the tumult that uh, Gibbs went through at the, the start of the year with the will-he-won't-he go to Adelaide. Uh, Carlton, Complete pro, wasn't yeah, he, the way yeah, absolutely. He approached it? Yeah, yeah. It just uh, played a great season. Yes. There, were, there were games there where we really took it on, took it by the scruff of the neck and showed on-field leadership. And I think a lot of Carlton supporters are going to be you know, if you want to remember Bryce Gibbs's uh, time at Carlton by one season, it'd be 2017. I think. Yes. Um, uh, another thing too that the injury to Sam Rowe damaged us throughout the year because his his form before that injury
1: he he'd really stood up. He was magnificent. Well, that's true, and he, he was magnificent too. And I, 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 from what I'm told, he's uh, making real inroads in his recovery, and uh, will hopefully be there for you know round one at, yeah. at least. But You know, they say crisis creates opportunity, and I think in his absence, did Alex Silvani slot in? I'm trying to remember Mm. the the chain of events, but I think Alex Silvani came in first, and then... With Liam Jones, I'm not sure. I thought Liam Jones had kind of come in to pinch hit for Sam Ryan. Maybe i may he have did. Got that wrong, but you Maybe. know that's
0: that's you talk about highlights of twenty seven, wow. That's one right there.
1: Well, and Alex Silvani, you know, I mean, what the games that we saw. I mean, the thing with Alex Silvani is how hard a player he is. Yeah. He's a he is an uncompromising player. He's also quick, mm. and I and I think his capacity to you know to, to be able to go with Buddy in that round six game but also to mix it with him, doesn't mm. put up with any nonsense. You love those sorts of players, you know, mm. and he's been a great pickup. And then Liam Jones, you know, it's a, uh, it may be uh, the the best football story of 2017, period. Mm. Just, you know, he was on the scrap heap, he was gone. You know, he's re-signed for two and, you know, good luck to him. You know, there's a, a salient lesson to any players that, it ain't over until the, uh, the the fat lady reaches for the gaga water tone.
0: Um, <laughs> I meant that so. tone. Um, uh, look, we could go on, Let's co- but we won't. Let's quickly we touch on. Like. No, well, um, just before we go to player of the year, can I just acknowledge a service to the club? And we have on the podcast over the course of the years. Uh, this year, Dennis Armfield um, uh, wore that 27, a great number at the Carlton Football Club. Yes. Wore it with distinction and did it justice.
1: One of the great clubmen that ever played at the Carlton Football Club. A much loved person, um, a, a fellow with an infectious character, you know, bubbly sort of figure. You couldn't help but like being around Dennis mm. Armfield. Um, had a great um, sense of um, social justice, I suppose. Mm. He, he won the Jim Stein's. Middle for his Contributions to Those less Privileged Yeah um, um Just a great Great football man Gave his all You know you talk About players that You know you love To see blue blue Yeah He was one You know yeah. may not Have been blessed With the, all the ability In the world That you know but, but the way He committed himself To his football club Um Take a bow, Den. You you stood tall throughout uh, your career, and um, we still remember the day you walked in, Tone. Two thousand and seven, I think it was the end of oh seven, and remembering, you know, things were a lot more. (laughs) There was a lot more doom and gloom in <laughs> yeah. 2007. And yeah, yeah. he was one that brought a real spark, a badly needed spark to the place. And I remember, it was from day one, you know, you look, you look and you said, oh, there's a, a, a young fellow's up and about. And, you yeah. know, yeah, a great man for the club. You need people like that, you know, good people that really bring um, a bit of vim and vigour to the place and a bit of bubble. And, um, uh, you know, Dennis, um, you know, is, there'll be none more loyal than him and... You know, I'm sure the doors to the Carlton Football Club will always be open to to Dangles. He was uh, a, a great man for Carlton. Uh Good luck to him in his post carlton career.
0: Amen um, to that. Love to see him back here in some capacity. Another one we lost this year, Neil Craig, a great yes. servant of the club as well. After <clears throat> his senior coaching career at Adelaide, but came to Carlton and contributed. And and he's somebody who leaves the he leaves the place contented. I think at um, the, the potential ahead.
1: Well, you know, um, I think everyone wants to leave the club a better place than when mm-hmm. they arrived. And and you know, if you if you look at what's happening uh, around the place, Tone with um, some of the. Um, uh, what, what I'm trying to say the uh, the state of play with some of the coaches and the and the coaching staffs and whatever. I think what what Neil Craig brought was stability. Um, given that Brendan Bolton, you know, was a young young coach just embarking on his career and probably needed that father figure yeah. alongside. And I think I think what Neil Craig probably brought, right. um, and I'm only surmising, I'm not in the intersectum, was a real stability to to that to that area, but also Probably provided a sanding board to Brendan Bolton, mm. you know, and uh, just a steadying, a steadying, calming influence. Um, I, I think in, was was vital actually um, to Brendan at this particular phase of his coaching journey. So um, Neil Craig, you know, a, a great football person, had forty years in the game from his time as a player through all his coaching years. Um, just totally, uh, uh, total fan of football, lover, lover of the game and uh, a great football person. You know, they're hard to come by and um, mm. and he has certainly earned his um, moment in the sun. He's been a great servant for Carlton and for football, Tony.
0: Well, Tony, it is that time where we announce the <coughs> Player of the Year. Before we get there, um, can we just acknowledge again while we're at it, Sam Doherty's. Unbelievable oh. year. And, you know, to, to come from a team that uh, ends the year with our ladder position, we're, what, second off the bottom? Yes. Second to then make All-Australian. I think the springboard to that Third was, obviously, yep. was uh, obviously his inaugural Two Tones Player of the Year award last year.
1: The modesty prevented me from uh, <laughs> making that assumption, Tony, totally <laughs> but thank but, you for but, doing so. But come on. like <laughs> I Join thought the it dots, crossed my people.
0: Mind. Come on. Um, so no. well done to him to receiving the Virgin, uh, Virgin Australia All Australian honours. Uh, the first at this club since Judy and Mark Murphy in 2011. Amazing, isn't it? S- oh, it's incredible. Six years, and know, he, it's he gets a, a
1: he gets a blazer out of it. Yeah, well, Come that's on. right. It's a shame it wasn't blue, but uh, however, I'm sure
0: he'll wear it with pride. Now um, he will be. Look, that, that that's the rough. Oh, sorry, that's the smooth for for Doc, who's who's played a, a fantastic year. The rough for him, however. As the, uh, he has not managed to go back to back in the two tones
1: player of the year, he gave it one hell of a tilt tone. But uh, but the winner is, and I'll throw to you. He's a great man. He's a great
0: man. <laughs> yeah. He's a great man and a great player. Yes. Now he he ended on twenty six votes, and there there is. There is daylight, and I'm talking a North Pole day of 24 hours of daylight between him and, uh, and the runner-up. But we have to add the two votes that he secured from you earlier on in the podcast. Oh. Yes,
1: that just trots him out to 28. If you don't mind, you on. have to say, say it. the name.
0: Cruise! <laughs>
1: What a what a year he had, Tony. Uh, the big bloke uh, come of age, uh, injury free, as you said earlier in the year, and um, that was half the battle, wasn't it? Oh. You know, I mean, when Carlton Security Services, you know, much publicised services uh, ahead of Cochin in that draft uh, uh, those years ago, um, you know, they thought the, there was enormous upside to the big man uh, injuries really crueled him for a, a, a greater part of his uh, early career. And only now is he seen to have got the body right, you know, for whatever reason, the rigours of the game were really taken stalled. Mm. And, you know, there were moments, you know, where I'm sure, you know, a lot of us thought, is he ever going to, you know, get to those lofty heights we expect of him? Well, he's done that in spades this year. And, I mean, it all started with him, you know, the centre... Set of uh, he led the way. The oh. way he was able to contest that ruck uh, contest in, back it up, yeah. try and, you know, rope his Second, own taps. Second, third effort. Second, amazing. third effort. Amazing. And, but what we saw was a, a real freedom that he played with mm. by virtue of the fact that he, was, um, he had a, an injury uninterrupted pre-season. And in this day and age, you've, you've got to have it. Or if you don't get through the summer months unscathed, you're mm. behind the eight ball for effectively half the year at least so uh, you know a great man um one that seeks little fanfare Mm. um just goes about his business you know they call him humphrey he's chirped up a bit this year um, Mm. which is great to see i've interviewed him a couple of times after the game couldn't shut him up (laughs) Um, but uh, look a great man for the football club and and as i said earlier toad um being a big man you know maybe the best is ahead they 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 notoriously slow starters as, mm. as players, but uh, maybe the best years are ahead for um, Matty Cruiser. All, All power uh, to him. All power to him. And I think my personal view is that uh, when it comes to best and fairest night, no, it'll probably be a two horse race between him and the doc, yeah. in my opinion. But you never know. If, um, John Nicholls' medals, uh, uh, nights are a funny game, Tone.
0: Well, um, e- indeed. And c- am I right in thinking that? Uh, was he back for the Port Adelaide game that John Barker coached after Mick Malthouse was sacked? Was he, was that, let's say, he's, he's kind of, that sparked the resurgence in Matty Cruiser because he's played pretty much consistently since then. Yes, hasn't he?
1: Your, your memory's better than mine. I, I, I'm not 100% sure. But yes, there seemed to be uh, that pivotal moment, you know, where um, it, it was almost as if, you know, he'd got through the worst and, and really with every game. Yeah. You know, he was growing in confidence, clearly, and, and belief in his body. You know that, you know, my body's right. I can mm. withstand the rigors, and I think what we've seen with every game that he's played, a, a um, an increase in, in his self belief. And um, as I said before, we always. Knew that he could play. It was more a question of whether he could get a reasonable crack at it. Yeah, um, you know, with his body standing up. So he, um,
0: he okay, this is how I react to him as a fan when he goes near the ball, and it it reminds me of Cuda. Juddy or Sticks. It's that sort of thing. It's exciting. You know, the the, the best man is on the job. Yep. You know, it, it, Whatever he does is going to be sensible and it's going to be to our advantage. Yes. Um. Th- that's what I get out of Cruz. And just watching him in the ruck, those second efforts are amazing. Oh, amazing. And like, I, th- I think
1: that's what I like most about him, a yeah. head over the ball. Yeah. You know, he contests the ruck and then he's straight into the next contest and, then, and the next know, and the next.
0: Yeah. And then he might drift back to the forward line and then, you know, clunk it. That's, oh, that yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. He's, uh,
1: he, he's trem- a tremendous... A competitor, you know, um, and he's been loyal to the club. You yeah. know, let's let's be honest. You know, there were there was a serious play on him a couple of years ago, but uh, he was loyal to Carlton, and and um, good on him because Carlton's faith in in Cruz has been rewarded now. And um, and you know, let's hope he's a one club player for the Carlton oh, Football yeah. Club because uh, this was his standout year. When you reflect on his career so far, I think. 2017's a year you so, say well geez this is this was the year for, for the big bloke good luck to him
0: well he does get the um, the, the uh, placo shirt the Hutton's <laughs> yeah, the yeah. Petra
1: orange cheese uh, the Tosca travellers uh, first class <laughs> um, <laughs> that's right
0: and he gets a, a flight to a destination of his choice with Anset Airlines oh, no, so. no
1: virgin I would think <laughs> I uh, just to clarify that <laughs> so. uh, all fairness to our uh, major sponsors yeah. for the next five years Tone. you know what
0: I don't think they've got much to worry about in terms of competition from Reg Ansett's old airline. <laughs> um, Tone, uh, can I just say it's been a magnificent uh, pleasure, delight, and honour to oh, do the podcast with you again.
1: It's mutual, Tone. Great fun. We have yep. had a great year, and um, and uh, long may it continue.
0: Indeed. And look, uh, thank you to everybody who's uh, we mentioned this before who's who's come up to us at games or or uh, you know has just uh, approached us wherever. Great company, yeah, people. Yeah, yes, to they give us uh, s- to give s- feedback s- about the yep. podcast.
1: We do love that. And they, they say it because they feel it, Tone. Yes. That's the passion that right. we love.
0: All right, perfect. And, uh, look, all going well. We look forward to, <coughs> to being with you again in uh, Season 2018.
1: Thanks to Grace and to, and to Jack for um, keeping us honest all year. Thank you. Yes, indeed,
0: and, uh, and to Luca Ganano. So um, we will join. We'll hopefully join you next year uh, for what is uh, going to be an exciting year in the history of the cup, football club.
1: Bring it on, Tone. That's all I say, bring it on.